We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Check in on this week's opponent. We head to Cincinnati. Mo Egger of ESPN 1350 joining us. And Mo, I actually had the Bengals uh, back in the uh, the offseason. I felt like nobody was talking about the Bengals, even though they made it all the way to the uh, Super Bowl. And maybe nobody was talking about them at all much until this week. The offseason was weird. B- Bengals fans, I think understandably so have a a bit of a chip on their shoulder. There's always the, you know, nobody's talking about us. Nobody's paying attention to us. In fact, we even joked in the run up to the Super Bowl last year, like, well, what are you going to say now? Because everybody's going to be talking about you. Everybody's going to be writing about you. But I, I think there was this sense that what the Bengals did last season was sort of fluky. And and let's face it, they they benefited tremendously from their ability to win close games in the postseason. They they essentially won three walk-offs. They were tremendously healthy last season, which is obviously a major factor in this league. But yeah, I, I think the fact that number one, it, it just feels like they survived that stretch without Jamar Chase. The expectation is that he's going to play on Sunday. Number two, the offensive line is coalesced. And if you look at this team, there's not a lot of weaknesses. There's not really any one area where you're like, man, I don't like that position group. And they're still pretty healthy. There is a very sort of let's run it back feel to what the Bengals are right now. You know, they were seven and four at this stage a year ago and just getting set to to go on a little bit of a run. They made the postseason last year on the strength of their offense, but they won in the postseason on the strength of their defense and special teams. I think there's a sense that that can repeat itself, especially with the way they beat Tennessee, which was very reminiscent of how they beat Tennessee in the postseason last year. And then just like last year in the postseason, you beat Tennessee. Now you're going to play the Chiefs, which is exactly what happened. Uh, exactly what happened last January. Mo, was that a, 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 I guess, a season kind of turning win last weekend in Tennessee? I mean, you know, Alex Karras or whatever his name is, is walking off F-bombing <laughs> everybody and having a lot of fun with the crowd. Was that the proverbial switch that was flipped for this team? I think so. I, I, I think I think in large part because of who they don't have. You know, they they lost Jamar Chase. They played the the Cleveland Browns on uh, on Halloween night. I was about to say Christmas night. On Halloween night. And they were scoreless for three quarters in that game. They lost by 19 points. And I think you looked at the short term without Jamar and said, boy, this could be pretty rough. They then hammered Carolina, came back after the bye and beat Pittsburgh. That Tennessee game, though, was, I think, one that they looked at and said, 
that's going to be a tough football game where their defense is going to have to do what it did last year. And if you can get that one, all right, you're about to get Jamar back. And the schedule is going to get a little bit more difficult, a lot more difficult, but they're playing four of their last six at home. It, it will have felt like they survived the early season offensive issues. It will have felt like they, they survived the immediate impact of losing their best DB, Chidobe Awuzie. It will have felt like they survived not having Jamar Chase. And Joe Burrow is getting better and better. Um, and so uh, now I think there's a real sense of the season begins now. They're seven and four, Baltimore lost. And so the AFC North, I think, is a lot more up for grabs than I think it was it was thought to be prior to last week. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs are really good. And what can't be ignored about the Bengals' recent history with Kansas City is, yes, Cincinnati won both of those games. They have yet to play a snap on offense or defense with the lead in either of those two games. That cannot continue to be the case. And so what I'm interested in more than anything on Sunday is to see if the Bengals can finally play from ahead. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the case. That's a, that's a harder way to do it, but boy, <laughs> it's sure a lot of fun when it works out. Maybe a simplic simplistic question, but with Jamar Chase, without Jamar Chase, what's the impact of, of him coming back? Well, Chiefs fans saw what he can do, you know? I mean, that, that game in the regular season here is, and I don't say this um, with any amount of hyperbole intended, it's the best game I've ever seen a wide receiver play. It was degree of difficulty. It was the stage in the game that all his catches came. It was what Kansas City was trying to do to take him away. It's, it's, it's legitimately the best game I've ever seen a wide receiver play. So just on an individual basis, we're talking about a guy who physically just, he's got every tool in the box that you would want from a wide receiver. But obviously, he makes them so much more difficult to defend. And I think if there's been one thing that Bengals fans would say has been missing, it's it's downfield explosiveness. And, and understandably so. They've had to, I don't like the term dink and dunk, but they've had to be a little bit more conservative throwing the football. They've gotten tremendous performances from T Higgins the last couple of weeks, but suddenly he's a lot more difficult to defend if, if Jamar is on the field. And, and when, you know, for as good as Jamar chase can be running streak routes and catching deep passes and all that stuff, he really can run any route on the tree. And when he has been at his best this season, prior to the hip injury, you've seen him do a little bit of everything. He is an absolute matchup nightmare and he makes the Bengals as a whole an absolute matchup nightmare. If you look at what they can do throwing the football, uh, the trio of wide receivers, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd, you guys know. Uh, there might be some as good. I'm not sure there's any who's better. Uh, they've got a, a more athletic tight end than they had last year in Hayden Hurst, and they they have a, a, a decent running game. But with when they're fully loaded and fully operational, they're really difficult to defend. And again, the, the major difference between what fans in Kansas city might've seen from the Bengals last year. And this year is last year they won in spite of their offensive line. If this team goes far this year, they're going to win at least in part because of their offensive line. We're talking with Mo Egger out in Cincinnati. And, and you mentioned the, the game that chase had being the best you'd ever seen from a wide receiver. You said no hyperbole. And, and I'll agree with you. There's no hyperbole there at all because after those two games against the Bengals, Brett Veach and the Chiefs went, okay, we got to change all our defensive backs. And they basically drafted 15 <laughs> defensive backs and went out and got Justin Reed and got rid of Tyron Matthew, got rid of Dan Sorensen. I mean, it is a completely different defensive backfield from what Cincinnati saw just back in January. So it's not hyperbole. I mean, they legitimately forced the Chiefs to have to upgrade an entire position group, much like Tampa did with the offensive line after that Super Bowl game. Yeah, I, you know, I, I said that on the air the Monday after that game, uh, 
that that was the best game I'd ever seen a wide receiver play. And I, I'm I'm old enough to have watched Jerry Rice against the Bengals in Super Bowl 23. So uh, I I know in this regard of of what I speak, it, it wasn't just that he caught a lot of passes. It wasn't just that he he put up a lot of yardage. Nearly every ball thrown his way came at a stage in the game where it felt like it was about to get away from them, right? I mean, he makes the play when they're down 14 nothing. when it felt like, holy crap, the Chiefs are about to blow him out of the stadium. He makes the play on the right sideline when it's like third and, you can refresh my memory, maybe like third and 25, third and 27, third and 27 something like that. It, it was degree of difficulty. It was timing. It was situation. It's, it's the best game I've seen a wide out play. Obviously, though, it's it's interesting because there's what they did against Kansas City in the first game. But the second time they played, you know, it was Samaj P. Ryan making a play and B.J. Hill turning in a play on on defense and uh, Joe Burrow having to get by despite his offensive line not being all that good. They were sort of different types of games. But, yes, I think if you're a defensive coordinator and we'll see what sort of workload Jamar has, given the fact that he hasn't played since mid-October. To me, if you sit down on Monday going, how are we going to stop the Cincinnati Bengals? How are we going to slow them down? The first guy you look at is Jamar Chase, and I'm sure that was the case last year, and Kansas City was helpless against it. We'll see how a different group of uh, of DBs does against him and, and what those wideouts can do. Mo, you mentioned the offensive line a couple of times. That looked like the biggest need in the in the offseason Still 35 sacks allowed. Is that, is that too many? Is Joe Burrow getting hit too much? Early in the season, yeah. I mean, you know, look, they their offseason approach was uh, we're going to basically take the entire summer off despite having four new offensive linemen, and we'll just let these guys figure it out once the season gets underway. And, man, the first three or four weeks of the season – the offensive line looked like five guys who just met each other before the game in large part because they were never on the field together. Now, some of that was Lyle Collins, who they got from Dallas had a bit of a back issue. Uh, Alex Kappa had a little bit of a core problem and Joe Burrow had an appendectomy on the second day of training camp. So the quarterback and his offensive lineman were never on the field together. They never played in the preseason together. And once the season began, it looked like, and I think the good news is this, all five starting offensive linemen have started every single game. I think that's allowed them to really, really come together well. They've developed good chemistry. Is it a great pass protection offensive line? Probably not great. Is it good enough for this offense? I think so. Um, I think what they're doing more than anything, though, is, yeah, there's clean pockets for Joe Burrow. Joe is never going to remind anybody of Lamar Jackson, but he's a guy that if you can give him a chance to create – a little space or a little time to throw, uh, he's going to do some pretty good things. And I think this offensive line has been good enough for him to be able to do that. I do think to a degree they've been a bit of a disappointment from a run blocking perspective because the players they brought to Cincinnati historically have been better run blockers than pass blockers. Mo, is the is the hatred developing in Cincinnati for the Kansas City Chiefs? Because I know here, including myself, like I hate the Bengals right now. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Well... No, because the Bengals have won both games. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I, mean, I think that's why I hate the Cincinnati Bengals right now. Uh, trust me, if this starts to go the other I, – I think I think there's this. I think, first of all, there's an appreciation for the fact the Bengals are playing in these types of games, which, frankly, is not the norm here, right? I, I also think it's, it's fun to think about Burrow and Mahomes and Allen and maybe Herbert and Lamar 
playing in the same conference and playing in games like this on a regular basis. You know, we've, we've, we've talked, you know, Brady versus Manning. Uh, one didn't win every time, but they were always on TV. They were always playing in the regular season. They were obviously always meeting in the postseason. And if that's the case, you're not going to win all of them, but you want to be in those, uh, those types of games. I will say this. There, there's two things about the chiefs that we always talk about. One is Travis Kelsey, uh, who's going to Canton and, I certainly thought Travis Kelsey, having watched every moment of his college career, was going to be a, a good NFL player. I I did not know that I'd be making plans to go watch him make an induction speech in Canton one day. The other thing is this. I think with a, a hint of jealousy, there's, you know what, Patrick Mahomes, they talk about what a magician he is and the sidearm passes and he's like the... The, the more controlled, more athletic version of Brett Favre and with Joe Burrow, all they want to talk about are his clothes. And, and we've, we've, we've sort of talked about, like, this is the year that hopefully they talk about how good Joe is at throwing footballs and less about savvy and leadership and swagger and his sunglasses and his fur coats. And, and to me, I look at it and go, you know, maybe Joe from a, an arm talent standpoint, from a physicality standpoint, isn't in Patrick Mahomes' league but he's still pretty damn good and he's beaten them twice. And yet I think you'll find Bengals fans who are like, yeah, they salivate over Lamar over, uh, over Patrick Mahomes with Joe Burrow. All they want to talk about are his clothes. There's two things about that. Number one, if Joe keeps beating him, they'll talk more about his passing Two, If he starts dressing like me, they'll certainly stop talking about how he dresses. Mo Edgar of ESPN 1350 in Cincinnati. Also the cigars come. come the out. cigars are big. Yeah. He's got he's got a look about him. He does. He's got and the it, Joe Cool it, look. It, it it probably does take away from the football sometimes. Yeah, sometimes right? it does, right? but sometimes you do that kind of stuff yeah. to, to kind of overcompensate that you're not that good on the football field. But you know what? Joe Burrow is still a pretty damn good quarterback. I uh I don't want him to be recognized more for being a quarterback. I want the scoreboard to get closer because right. you don't want him uh, getting out there to a big big lead. Uh, thanks to Mo in Cincy for uh, chatting with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.